You're now tuned in to No One Watches Regular News, hosted by me, Kerry Bogar, and this is episode 98. Was it real or fake? Um, this is the question that people have about what took place between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Was it real or fake? I believe it was fake. It was staged. It was good acting. I don't believe that Will Smith would actually slap Chris Rock. In the video, when Will Smith is sitting down, when Chris Rock tells the G.I. Jane joke, and the G.I. Jane joke was very corny. I didn't think it was funny. At first, Will Smith laughed. Because that's what you do at these award shows. The person that's on stage that's hosting the award show, when they tell a joke, you laugh on cue. No different than you applause on cue. It's just showing respect. So this is what Will Smith did. Was he laughed on cue like you supposed to do? However, on the camera you see Jada. She was not laughing. She did not find the joke funny. I guess to her the joke was corny. I felt the joke was corny. Will Smith gets up after he was just laughing. Walks on stage. It looks like Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. In the video, you see uh, Will Smith as he walks towards Chris Rock. Chris Rock is almost anticipating the slap. His hands are behind his back. He's not really going to defend himself. Will Smith goes to hit Chris Rock, but he hits Chris Rock on his left shoulder first. You can see this in the video. It's in the video. You can see this in the video. Will Smith hits the shoulder, the left shoulder of Chris Rock, makes a motion as if he's slapping Chris Rock, and that's where you hear the sound. As Will Smith walks back to sit down, he's smiling. He sits down. He gets serious. He tells Chris Rock that, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And then you hear Chris Rock say that this is the greatest moment in TV history. It's true. Because I believe this, man, that people saw the greatest acting scene in TV history. No one else could, could have pulled that off but Will Smith. This is why I say that it was staged. It, it was fake. Now, here's a some audio about what um, Will Smith said during his acceptance speech, his uh, acceptance speech, when, when he won a award for Best Actor in a Leading Role in the movie King Richard. Overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. 
making this film, I got to protect Ingenue Ellis, who was one of the most, the strongest. Now, before I continue, um, what makes Will Smith, in my opinion, the greatest actor I have ever seen is how he can switch from different emotions. He went from laughing to getting upset about what Chris Rock said about his wife. And then now he's going to cry. And then after he wins the award, uh, I've seen a video of him at a club partying, having a good time, laughing, having fun. This is what makes Will Smith the greatest actor I have ever seen. And only Will Smith could have pulled this off. Most delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people. And I know to do what we do, you gotta be able to take abuse. You gotta be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you gotta be able to have people disrespecting you. So that comes with the territory. And that's what he's saying. Doing what he does for a living, being an actor, being so well known, being famous, this comes with the territory of the things that people will say about you on social media, everywhere. And it's unfortunate, but this is what comes with the territory. And, and uh, this is what he's saying, that this is what they deal with. This is what guys like him have to deal with. Someone like Will Smith, as famous as he is, he still, he still has to deal with this. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams, and what I loved, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. like I want to be a vessel for love I want to say thank you to Venus and Serena I just spit I hope they didn't see that on TV um, I want to say thank you to Venus and Serena and the entire Williams family for entrusting me with your story that's what I want to do I want to be an ambassador of that kind of love and care and concern. Um, I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Um, 
this is a beautiful moment and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crying for winning an award. It's not, it's not about winning an award for me. It's about being able to shine light on all of the people, Tim and, and Trevor and Zach and Sanaya and Demi and Ingenue and the entire cast and crew of King Richard and Venus and Serena, the, the entire Williams family. Um, art imitates life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. <laughs> I look like crazy father, just like they said about Richard Williams. Again, that what what makes him such a great actor because he goes from crying to to uh, making a joke, laughing about it. That what makes Will Smith uh, such a great actor. Um, but love will make you do crazy things. Um, to my mother. Um, a lot of this moment is really complicated for me, but uh, to, to my mother, um, she didn't want to come out. She was, had her knitting friends. She has a knitting crew that she's in Philly watching, <laughs> watching with, um, <laughs> um, being able to love and care for my mother and my family, my wife, um, I'm taking up too much time, um, uh, Thank you for this honor. Thank you for this moment. And thank you on behalf of Richard and, and Orsine, the entire Williams family. Um, thank you, uh, uh, Hoking Academy invites me back. Thank you. <laughs> Again, that that is what makes him such a good, a good guy. So, um... In the end of that speech, he says, I hope that I get invited back. Uh, that was meant as a joke. For, for those that didn't get it, that, that was a joke, an inside joke. That basically what I just did before I got this award was staged. It, it was staged. Will Smith gets a pass. Some people are talking about his behavior and what he did. Will Smith is so popular, so loved. He gets a pass. Chris Rock also gets a pass. And the reason why both Chris Rock and Will Smith get passes is because black people love our entertainers, no matter what they do, from comedians to actors to basketball players, football players. We love to be entertained. We will defend our entertainers. This is why Will Smith and Chris Rock gets a pass. Because what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock will be talked, for, uh, talked about for a very long time. So you heard what, what Will Smith said in his speech and just the shifting of emotions, laughter, being angry, crying, back to joking and laughing again. That's how good he is. That's how good Will Smith is at acting and only Will Smith could have pulled this off. Now, the audio that you're going to hear now is the mother of Will Smith. Uh, so go ahead and just have a listen to what she says about what went down. 
Greg Williams is here now with an exclusive interview with members of Will Smith's family, his mother and sister, who spoke to her from their home in Montgomery County tonight. Sorry. And so graciously they let me in, Rick, to talk about this. Everyone is talking about it. Like any other mother, Carolyn Smith thinks the world of her son, Will Smith. She says Will constantly puts the family first, that he is loving and so even kill. The family doesn't want that uncharacteristic moment to define the man that they adore and admire. But Will's mom shared with me that she never could have predicted what was coming. I thought he should have an Oscar for all of them. Carolyn Smith is beaming with pride. Her son, megastar actor Will Smith, finally won an Oscar. I know how he works, how hard he works. And he never half steps. And just to see him, and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And when I heard the name, I was just... Yes. On Hollywood's biggest night, she got up early and was the first to send a text on the family special group chat. So I started out with good morning. We've got to say good luck and congratulations to Uncle Will. But no one would have predicted how the night would unfold. As the Smith family gathered in their family home in the suburbs of Philadelphia, Mrs. Smith, Will's sisters, Ellen and Pam, and others dressed up, gathered around the TV to watch their hero, Will Smith. But before the award came a very awkward and stunning moment, the now infamous slap at the Oscars. Will Smith striking comedian Chris Rock after he made a joke about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith's hair, which she's been losing because of alopecia. The famous actor born and raised in West Philadelphia, who always seemed to be cool and collected, lost it. Even Will's mother admits she was surprised. He is a very even people person and that's the first time i've ever seen him go off the first time in his lifetime it surprised you too huh it did it did as i said i've never seen him do that will smith's younger sister ellen says she's watched her brother constantly excel under pressure and under the spotlight of hollywood everybody like has been bullied you know and abused you know in some kind of way and i totally understand it's like People are like, oh, I wish I was in, you know, such and such shoes and, oh, those are my goals and everything. It's like, but you really don't know what it takes to get there. And I've had conversations with him and it's like, it really kind of broke my heart listening to the things that he said that he had to go through to get to where he is. While the world may have varying opinions, there's no controversy for this family. Fresh Prince cast. They're proud of Will and who he's become and they know he will make the right moves going forward. I am proud of him being him. So uh, you heard what his um, mother said, his also his sister said um, about Will Smith. Um, Will Smith has, has always been a calm, cool, collective guy. So this was unusual. It was not his character. This is why I say that what Will Smith did was acting. Because Will Smith can, can turn it on and off if he choose to be, if he wants to. But what he did, did was just uncharacteristic. And they talked about how he's such loved in what he does. He's a hero. People look up to Will Smith. So what he did was kind of unusual. And it was not expected. That's why I say that this moment in TV that goes down as the greatest moment in history. Only Will Smith could have done this.
because Will Smith is that guy. It took him this long to finally win an Oscar. You always hear this conversation in Hollywood about how black actors and black women do not get the recognition they deserve. And then this happens. And it kind of puts a stain on that. And our behavior and, and how we act in public and how we're unable to resolve issues and conflict without having to get physical. Will Smith didn't have to do that. No, because now this puts a stain on how black people are seen in Hollywood. But what Will Smith did was just acting. It was simply acting. It was not real. Anybody that think that thinks that this was real, only a fool would think it's real. You saw the shifting of the emotions from Will Smith. You saw this. So let's get into a few articles that um I've come across. As far as the Oscars, we're we're going to get into the uh the ratings of the Oscars or the um Academy Awards and, and how since last year the ratings dropped down. After this happened, the ratings went up again. And next year the ratings will also be higher than this year because people are gonna tune in to see what happens. What will people do next? They're doing this for entertainment. So what this article says, uh, Oscar uh, viewership rises from dismal 2021 to second lowest ever with 15.4 million watching updates. So in the article, this is what it says, uh, moving up a bit from the preliminary data, the 2022 Oscars now is estimated to have had 15.4 million viewers snagged a rating of 2.9 among adults of 18 to 49 years old. It says apples, apples to apples, the same metrics that's uh, a 56% increase in audience over last year and 68 in the important demo. However, even with that, what looks like big leaps over 2021 the 2022 Oscars are still the second lowest in history. So they're up from last year's uh, Oscars. Uh, no one watched that shit. And they blame it on the uh, pandemic. I don't believe that's true. Um, people just didn't tune in to watch the Oscars. Um, but after Sunday's Oscars, people are going to tune in next year to see what happens and uh, what is going on. So this article again says... Um, Oscar viewership rises from dismal 2021 to second lowest ever with 15.4 million watching update. Now, this audio that you're going to hear is uh, this was back from 2016, I believe, um, about six years ago. And you're going to hear what Jada Pickett Smith says about Chris Rock dissing her at the Oscars. So just have a, a listen to what she says. Reacts to Chris Rock calling her out at the Oscars. So when they ask her the question, she says it it comes with the territory, sweetheart. Just so you know. 
exactly one week after Oscars host Chris Rock called out Jada Pinkett Smith for boycotting the show during his opening monologue, the actress responded to the comedian's joke, seemingly taking it all in stride. Hey, look, it comes with the territory, but we gotta keep it moving. We got a, a lot of stuff we gotta handle, a lot of stuff going on in our world right now. Oh, wow. It comes with the territory, sweetheart. That's what she said. It comes with the territory. In other words, being famous, being rich and famous, being well-known, criticism, jokes, shaming, bullying, this comes with the territory. People are going to say things about you. You can't control that. E.T. caught up with actress Angela Bassett last week, and she offered her two cents on Chris Rock's performance. I think he did a magnificent job. Yeah, tough position, a tough call, and he was very strong. But, you know, it's strong words that we need to make some kind of change. He wasn't even afraid to call Jada Pinkett Smith out. Were you surprised by that? Well, Jada was the, uh, the, the spark. You know, she was the spark that got the dialogue going. So, yeah, she can she can handle it. she can handle herself. She's a tough cookie. So Jada Pinkett Smith can handle herself. She's a tough cookie. All right. So, what has happened in six years or so? What has happened? You go from being able to handle this. It comes with the territory, sweetheart. It isn't a big deal. To now, all of a sudden, now this is a big deal. This is no coincidence, okay? Just so you know. This award show w w was not in Florida. It was not in Texas, nowhere. This was in Hollywood. So people that, that think that what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock was real, you're wrong. It was not real. It was fake. It was acting. Okay, so let's talk about the what ifs, for example. Um, looking at, at Will Smith and what he did. Will Smith, if he was not Will Smith, he would, he would be seen as a bully for doing what he was doing. Chris Rock is much smaller. Will Smith is bigger than Chris Rock. He goes to confront him. He, sl he slaps him on stage. So that's one way to look at it, that Will Smith could have been a bully. Okay. Another way to look at this is, was Will Smith defending his wife's honor? You cannot disrespect somebody on this big of a stage. This, this is the Oscars. This has been going on for a very long time. Is nothing new. So if the joke was about Will Smith, Jada would have laughed. The joke was not about Will Smith. The joke was about his wife. At first, Will Smith laughed. So was Will Smith really defending his wife's honor because he felt disrespected? Because we all know that back in the day, men joke all the time. Sometimes the joke can get serious. You're, you're not supposed to disrespect somebody in a public platform on a public platform but this is not just any public platform you're at the oscars this is very major so did chris wright really embarrass will smith over a joke or was this staged because let's be real 
if this was really a physical altercation, Will Smith could not just walk up to Chris Rock and slap him without a scuffle breaking out and a fight breaking out on stage. But that was not the case. Chris Rock almost welcomed Will Smith. His hands was behind his back. He, he did not defend himself. You see in the video, Chris Rock, Chris Rock is the one that knew that the slap was coming. He knew it. Will Smith sold the slap to make it look real. Okay, so is, is, Will, is Will Smith a bully? Was Will Smith really defending his wife? In this case, looking at Jada, how can you not take a joke now? When, when you said a few years ago that it comes with the territory, it isn't a big deal. But now it is. Because she's losing her hair? Whatever issues she got going on, okay, I get that. But Chris Rock was just doing what Chris Rock does, is crack jokes. Yes, the, the G.I. Jane uh, joke was a little bit kind of corny. But going back, looking at the film G.I. Jane, G.I. Jane was seen as a film about women empowerment. Demi Moore, you know, this kind of really catapulted her career. G.I. Jane. If you watch the film G.I. Jane, Demi Moore was in great physical shape. She had a bald head, buzz cut, in great physical shape, looked good, a tough white woman. Demi Moore was not ugly. So I don't understand the, how you can get, get so offended by a G.I. Jane joke when Chris Rock is doing what he does best, is crack jokes. And yes, Chris, Chris Rock gets a pass. So here's, a, here's an article about Chris Rock, right? So despite the fact that this happened, right? Yes, this happened, but this article says this. Chris Rock Comedy Tour sees surge in ticket sales after Will Smith slapped. So it's obvious that Chris Rock is not getting canceled. This is also going to help his career because people want to go see him to see if Chris Rock talks about what happened between him and Will Smith. Now, people are wanting to go see Chris Rock. So this has helped his career and what he has went through. So both Chris Rock and, and Will Smith won because they acted this scene out on TV. It went viral. Everyone is talking about this. So the audio that you're going to hear is Chris Rock talking about cancel culture. So he was on The Breakfast Club. So this was a few months ago. And he talked about cancel culture and not playing it safe, how things are becoming boring because people can cancel somebody for saying something that they disagree with. So just have a... Listen to what Chris Rock is uh, saying. Not letting comedians work is, you know, what happens is everybody gets safe. Right. And when everybody gets safe and nobody tries anything, things get boring. Right. Absolutely. So I see a lot of unfunny comedians. I see unfunny TV shows. I see unfunny award shows. I see unfunny movies because no one's everybody's scared to, like, you know, make a move. 
You know, and that's not a place to be. You know, we should have the right to fail. Right. To because fa- failure, failure is a part of art. You know what I mean? And right. it's like it's the ultimate cancel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, <laughs> but now you know you got a place where people are scared to talk. That's not you know, especially in America, you're scared to talk. Ah, but you know, that's what people want. You know, got to make adjustments. Right. And, you know, let's do it. I've heard it. Right. So if you heard what he said. And is taking a a stance against cancel culture. And the things that people have to adjust to, to make other people happy versus making them uncomfortable. Unfunny award shows, unfunny movies, comedians. So you got people that uh, cancel you for something you say. So Will Smith could have canceled Chris Wright. He didn't. Instead, Will Smith helped Chris Rock. Chris Rock helped, helped Will Smith. Because let's be honest, man. No, no one watches these fucking boring-ass award shows with a bunch of white people telling corny-ass jokes. No one, no one watches this shit. So was this, in fact, Chris Rock when he said what he said, and it went down, was this Chris Rock and, and Will Smith proving that we have to bring funny back? That this cannot be boring. This this have to be able to captivate people. Get their attention. Play on their emotions. This is what I believe. And this is why I say that it was done on purpose. To prove a point. That if, and in fact, if you can take away these very well-known famous comedians, they really can't say what they want to say anymore, right? Other guys are doing it. So if they can't do that, how can they make being funny something that's exciting? Because we see this all the time with comedians online. They do skits. They act out scenes. That's how they're funny. That's how they uh, bring in an audience. It's not just about telling jokes anymore. It used to be a comedian could just tell a joke, do shows, be in movies. That's the old way of doing it. Now it's a new way. And what Will Smith and Chris Rock did is a perfect example of playing on people's emotions during the biggest stage of the year. At the Oscars. And people don't get this shit. I do. I get it. So stop thinking that what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock was real. It was not real. It was fake. Fake as hell. And you cannot believe it's true that it was in fact real. It was not. So the next audio that you're going to hear is uh, Jada Pickett Smith talking about her hair. Now, this was before what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock took place. And just have a listen to what she's saying. Listen to what she's saying and understand what she's saying. It's not about her hair. She even admits this. She does not care. So why does a joke hurt that bad? I've had some definite hair regrets, for sure. Specifically on covers, what I just... What the hell? (laughs) 
being a black woman and dealing with hair in Hollywood, especially in the era that I came up in, having your hair look as European as possible was always the thing. And that was really challenging, you know, because I liked my hair out wild and curly, but nobody wanted that. So I always had to do my hair in ways that didn't feel natural to me because of trying to play the game. So if I'm doing a cover, everybody, no, we want your hair straight and flowy. And it's like, all right, cool, but that's not really like what my hair likes to do. <laughs> so I had to learn to get the courage to just go, nah, I'm not doing that. Which is why I feel the freedom today. I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine. Because guess what? I love it. I've had some definite hair regrets for sure. All right. So you heard what she said. She don't care. She. How do you go from being a free spirit woman to doing to doing what you want to do, not caring about what people say, to all of a sudden you care now? I get it that this is the biggest stage of the night. Some things you, you shouldn't say. But if you're rich and famous, you're going to get more criticism than any, anybody on the planet. More so than regular folks that's not on social media, people that's not famous. You're going to get the most criticism for what you say. So was it wrong for Chris Rock to tell that joke? I can't say. Um, I am not a comedian. I can't tell you what to say or not say. I don't even believe that Chris Rock wrote that joke. I think that someone else wrote that joke for Chris Rock and told him to say this. Because that's how bad it was. Even at these award shows, you laugh on cue. You applause on cue. That's what you do. So it's numerous ways to look at this. As far as Will Smith, Jada, Chris Rock, what went down. Um, but you can't compare your life to what they, them, Will Smith and Jada or, or Chris Rock. You Regular people cannot compare your life to them. But one thing that we should all be aware of and know that, it, that in Hollywood, Nothing is real. It's all fake. And you know it's fake. So there's no reason to even ask, uh, ask the question, was it real? You know the answer to that question. So here is, is what Will Smith said uh, for is him saying, he, saying that he was sorry for what went down. So this is what Will Smith wrote. Uh, Violence in all of his forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. He says this, jokes at my expense are, are part of the job. Again, jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. So he knew he was wrong. I would like to publicly apologize to, to you, Chris. I was out of line and, and I was wrong. I am embarrassed. And my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. 
That's just how Will thinks, man. It's that utopian world you want to live in. And then he says this, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all of the attendees, everyone watching around the world. I would like to say I'm sorry to the Williams family and my Ken Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. So that's what he wrote. The thing about what happened Sunday, as I said before, is two black men doing this at the Oscars. A few years ago, it was a discussion about boycotting the Oscars, the Oscars because of how black actors and black females, how they're treated in Hollywood. They're not recognized. And then this happens. It's not a good look. It's a bad look. That's all I'm saying. This next story comes from the New York Post. It says, teen who plunged to his death at amusement park may have not been properly strapped in. 911 call reveals, it says. Very sad story, man. Um, I seen the video is very graphic as the ride comes down. You see someone fall off the ride and they land on the ground and they're not moving. It, it happened to be a 14-year-old teenager, okay? In the article, this is what it says. A Missouri teenager who fell to his death from a ride at an Orlando amusement park was not properly strapped in, according to a recording of a 911 call from the scene. It says, hmm, I'm not sure. They're saying he's breathing, but he's not responsive. Looks like his arms are broken. His legs are also broken, the caller claimed. According to an audio recording reviewed by the Post, I don't know from where he fell. They, the Icon Park staff, didn't secure the seat belt on him. So based on how Tyree Sampson would describe his physical appearance, a very tall kid, about 6'4", 6'5", so he got on this ride, and somehow they didn't make sure that he was secure. And if he was not secure on the ride, then he should have, have never been allowed to get on the ride for safety concern. But somehow he was still allowed to get on the ride when he was not secure. So in the article, this is what it says. Uh, this young man was the kind of son every parent hopes for, an honor roll student, a aspiring athlete, and a kind-hearted person who cares about others. The family is devastated um, about this. Another 911 caller said the teenager was unresponsive after the plunge and was not breathing and had no pulse. During the middle of the ride, the guy just came off, the caller said, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's gone. It says Samson was 340 pounds and stood at 6 foot 5 inches. It says in the article that he was not entry to other rides at the park. This is what his father said. But somehow he was able to get on this ride. It says when the ride took off, 
that's when he he was feeling uncomfortable. He was like, what's going on? That's when he started started to freak out. He was explaining to his friend next to him, I don't know, man. If I don't make it down, please tell my mom and dad I love them. For, for him to say that, he must have known that something was going to happen or he felt something. In the video, man, you see someone fall from this ride, y'all. He fell from the ride. He hits the ground. This is the fault of the park and the staff there. If he was denied entry on other rides due to safety, the exact same thing should have happened with this ride. He should have been denied due to safety. Man, we can't secure you. You're 340 pounds. You're six foot five. Not saying that we should discriminate against you because of your size, but due to safety concerns, young man, we can't let you on this ride. That's how the conversation should have went. As a result of a mistake of the staff, of them being careless and not using common sense, this young man is dead. Very sad story, man. Uh, the video is, again, is very graphic. But again, this story says, um, teen who plunged to his death at amusement park may have not been properly strapped in. 911 call reveals. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, thank you for being able to tune in to my podcast, uh, No One Watches the Regular News. I'm your host, Kerry Bogar. Stay tuned for the next episode.